And what a night we have uh, tomorrow night at the uh, Meadows Four Semis of the Maturity of Group One and also the Destini Fireball Stayers uh, Classic. Uh, and we see Rip and Sam and Tornado Tears go ahead to get it again. Uh, hot Tips Racing in good form, but this is uh, up another level. George Ferrugia joins me now. Morning, George. Morning, JT. How are you? Mate, uh, looking forward to uh, tomorrow night. Uh, the maturity always unearths a good pup, but this year there's a very, very good cohort. There is. There's some absolute, some absolute stars. Um, probably headlined by Dinah Patty and, and her efforts last week in the heat. We were outstanding, 29.75, defeating Ella Enchanted, who probably gave her about three or four lengths down the back and, and only got beaten three quarters of a length. It was an outstanding effort, but you're right. I mean, the honour roll is the who's who of greyhound racing. Uh, included in last year's winner, Mapunga Blazer, who was absolutely outstanding, who, uh, as we see more recently, broke the track record at Albion Park, uh, showing his dues. But, uh, yeah, can't wait for these semi-finals. It should be fantastic. All right, let's go through the uh, entire program. We bounce the ball with a grade five at about 20 past seven. Who wins the first? Yeah, it's a good little race uh, to kick off proceedings here. Uh, my numbers are three, seven, eight and four. I've got number three, Rain Allen, on top uh, He's won two of his last three this Greyhound, including a win at Bendigo in, in 28.66, two starts ago. Got a, little, got a little bit of early speed, JT, and I think that'll be important in a race like this. Number seven, a special Shiraz. We're going to win at Sandown four starts ago. Uh, it was a good run. Another one who led all the way that day. Only had the one start here at the Meadows that we're willing to forgive that run. Number eight, Amigo, uh, another one who's been a terrific chaser for, for a long time. I think he's starting to get back to the form we knew when he first kicked off his career. And number four, Nockefeller, another one with some speed in this race. Did go 5.07 in his placing at the Meadows four starts ago. A little bit of speed in this race, but I think Rain Allen uh, racing pretty well at the moment. Three, seven, eight and four. Three, seven, eight and four. Second at the Meadows is a grade five over 5.25. Seven, two, three and eight are my numbers. I put my Punga Bella on top. I just think on her run at Geelong, if she can replicate that... Uh, JT, she went 25.59, which is absolutely outstanding. 6.55 early as well. So a repeat of that, uh, she should go close. She does have a 30.02 PB here as well. Put her on top to beat number two, Gateway to Eden, the kennel mate. Uh, going for three wins on the trot. Good win at Geelong. Backed it up with a nice win at Sandown last start. Number three, Uringa, another last start winner at Sandown in 29.83, leading all the way from box one. And number eight, Slingshot Hammer. Probably the class runner of the field. Just needs to uh, keep out of trouble on that first corner. Doesn't always begin that well. Uh, two starts to go at Sandown, overcame box five to win in 29.59. Seven, two, three and eight, race two. Seven, two, three and eight in race number two. The third race is over 600 metres, a mixed grade four and five. A couple of really smart pups here. Neo Cleo was really good in the McKenna and Werner Bale's racing really well. Wasn't she fantastic in the McKenna? I mean, that was a step up in class for her. She was the fastest heat winner, and we always thought, well, this is a step up in class for her. She handles herself real well, and she really uh, took it to, to a greyhound like out of range, and, of course, Tornado Tears and these type were in the race as well. Very hard to go past off box one if she continues that form. Put her on top to beat number two, Zipping Nitro. A good placing at sale last start in 29.58, but he's going back to a distance that I think he likes. He's sort of a middle-distance type, and... He's even stepped up over 700 and shown some real form. Number four, uh, uh, Dinah Carmen in for third. Look, her last couple of starts, uh, she's been unplaced. Before that, her form was pretty good. And number three, Werner Bale, another one who really hasn't really put a foot wrong in his last four or five starts. 
He has placed in four of seven this track and distance. One, two, four and three, JT in race three. One, two, four and three in the third. We head over to race four at the Meadows. This is a grade five over 525, George. Seven, three, two and one are the numbers here. I've put Rockstar Tuvi on top. I think uh, we'll go on his last win at Sandown, 29.56, JT. Led all the way, went 5.07 early. Uh, he's got a really solid record here at this track, and I think he'll be hard to beat. Number three, Slingshot Gypsy. She'll provide the early speed in the race. She clearly needs to lead uh, in a race like this. She does get tired in the last 50 or 100 metres, but she's, uh, she's got lots and lots of speed to burn, and she's certainly capable. Number two, Go Seek Heidi. Probably the class runner of the race. has, has won uh, almost 80000 in prize money. A couple of wins uh, more recently at the Meadows and Geelong have been impressive. And number one, Mapunga Molly. Uh, drawn well, uh, a greyhound with a solid record this track. As it's PB off this box as well, so we'll keep it in contention. Seven, three, two, and one in race four. Seven, three, two, and one in the fourth race. Five, first leg of the Quaddy and semi-final one of the Maturity. Three big chances here. Dinah Paddy Red two ten. Hasten slowly blue three eighty. Myra Dima Green at three eighty as well. The rest are at double figure odds. Problem is, George, one of these pups is going to miss out. That's the thing, and that's the, the beauty of racing at this level. I mean, you, you have to be very, very good to make it through. And, look, it's really hard to go past Dinah Paddy. I know she handles wide draws and middle draws. She's done that throughout her whole career, and it seems like it's been going on for ages. She's only had the 20 starts, but she's certainly been there and done that. She's been a terrific greyhound. Her heat win was fantastic. She's been knocking on the door to win a race like this, and I think she should be able to qualify. Put her on top to beat number six, my redeemer. Probably a below-par effort last week, to be honest. He went 30.09 overall, which is certainly not a bad run, but up to his standards, he lobbed behind Aeroplane Indy, and we thought, well, he'd be winning this. And I think a lot of people had him one out in the quad. He thought the same, but he just couldn't get the job done. But we're willing to forgive that run because his form leading up to this series has been outstanding. Number four, Hayson Slowly, ran second in the Australian Cup, won the Group 3 Flying Amy, second in the Group 1 Winter Cup last start at uh, Albion Park comes into this race in ridiculous form. And number five, Belt-Up Tubbs, uh, another greyhound on the up. He's only had 22 starts, won 10 of them, and was probably in the hardest heat last week with Orson Allen and Deliver and Co. It was a really good heat. It ran third uh, during that run. The only uh, problem here, JT, is it's drawn box four, and there's class all around. One, six, four, and five. First leg of the quaddy. One, six, four, and five. Uh, very interesting... Um point you make about my redeemer but from a, from a punting perspective we're only worried about that race but if you think about david Geel, he's got three runs to to try and meter out and 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 get this greyhound right for the big dance next week so the heat night just get through that's all you got to do that's all you got to do get through and then we all know his ability and he'll be an x-factor if he ever had to make a make the final the, the, the issue with him is the box draw probably mm. and he's, he's got box six and he can be a little bit hit or miss and you wouldn't want to be giving Dinah Paddy a start, that's for sure, but yeah, all class. And, you know, only a couple of weeks ago we were talking about him being one of Australia's fastest greyhounds. I see no reason why that has to change. There's no doubt he can he can run a sub-30 time with, with a clear run. All right, the Destiny Fireball stays. This is an intriguing race. Tornado Tears, the tab book, he's letting you on $1.70. Ripping Sam, $4. Out of range, McKenna winner, six fifty. Hot tip, pup on the up at seven fifty. But this is the elite level. Yeah, it certainly is. My numbers are four, three, six, and two. Look, it's so hard to tip against Tornado Tears. Not that we want to. Probably the only fly in the ointment is he hasn't had a start here at the Meadows. That might play against him, I suppose. But uh, 
look on ability and over 700 metres, he has not put a foot wrong. He's broken track records. He's won Group 1 races. He has been absolutely outstanding. So we put him on top tornado tears to beat number three, Rip and Sam, his brother, who does have the advantage of a very good record at the Meadows, JT. He's mm. had the month freshen up to... I believe he's been trolling pretty good as well. Um, so I think he'll be he'll be pretty hard to beat, uh, or he'll go close. Uh, if he's going to have an opportunity to beat Tornado Tears, today is the day. Uh, tomorrow is the day, sorry. Uh, out of range, as he said, really good form. And that Kenner run was outstanding, defeating a really good uh, field. He stepped up beautifully over 700 metres. He did run 42.53 in a handicap at the Meadows. He has won a Group 1 race at the Meadows as well. And number two, Hot Tip, is going for five wins on the trot. But as we know, JT, this is probably a little bit of a step up in class for Hot Tip. Four, three, six and two. Tornado T is clearly the one to beat race six. Four, three, six and two. And they're letting you on at $1.70. Semi-final two of the maturity. Aston Duke from the white, 3.20. Black Forge, the pink, 3.30. Baruga Brett out of the six at $4. Eight, three, six and one are my numbers. I like Black Forge here. I... Look, uh, as we said, we always have a little bit of a question mark when New South Wales Greyhounds come to Victoria. We want to see them handle uh, the best, and uh, he did that uh, in during the uh, Bendigo Cup Series. I thought he was outstanding during that. Uh, he ran second last week behind Trick Trick, who had to sit behind them and was uh, a really, really good run, uh, Black Forge, and I think he'll derive a lot of benefit from the run. I don't think Box 8's too much of a worry, too, with a slow beginner on his inside. Black Forge on top for me to beat number three, Aston Duke. Just did what he had to do last week, uh, won his heat. His splits were good. He went 30-18 overall. Look, it, it's, uh, he's probably going to have to go a little bit quicker, but we know he's capable of that. Number six, uh, Baruga Brett, 29-89 heat win. Before that was a 29-40 win at Sandown. He's starting to put it all together, this Greyhound. Got lots of ability. The query uh, tomorrow night is box six. And number one, all-in Baz, uh, racing really, really well. And ran 30-13 himself behind Dinah Paddy last start when finishing third. But Black Forge, you've got a feeling about him tomorrow night, 8, 3, 6 and 1. 8, 3, 6 and 1. Semi-final number three of the maturity, and these last two are, are, are really, really open. Orson Allen off the check at 3.30, Chiefs Empire 3.80 off the blue, Dinah Chancer at 4.40, Ella Enchanted at $4.60. I like Dinah Chancer here at the odds. Terrific, terrific semi-final, isn't it? And, yeah, look, you'll, you'll probably know your, your chances with Dinah Chanto if you can just find a position on that first corner. What a powerhouse finisher he is. I've gone with Austin Allen on top because I think he's drawn well, and if he finds the front, he's certainly not a weak greyhound. He'll be very hard to run down. His PB here, JT, is 29.81. Dinah Chanto's PB is 29.80. So nothing between them in terms of ability. They just race so differently, don't they? Uh, but Orson Allen on top for me to beat Dinah Chancer. What a terrific greyhound. Deserves his spot in the Group 1 final, Dinah Chancer, that's for sure. Number four, Ella Enchanted. Her run behind Dinah Paddy was outstanding. Well, when she leads Dinah Paddy, there's probably not many greyhounds in the country that can run her down. And that was the fact last week. But she's Ella, Ella Enchanted. Made it interesting in that last 50 metres. And number four, Chiefs Empire. Terrific win. One of... Um, four or five greyhounds to break the 30-second mark uh, at the Meadows in one of those heats last week. A two, seven, four and three, ripping semi-final mm. number three. Two, seven, four and three. Hey, wouldn't you love 11 to four concession, Dinah Chancer? We love the concession, <laughs> don't we? Absolutely love it. Can we bring it back? Oh, just how, to... you know, how, if you had a dog that you, that you thought, look, it's going to podium... With clear running, it's going to win, and you just sort of cop three quarters of a point or a point, you just go on any day. 
Dinah Chancellor would be a, an absolute confession specialist. Stone bonking moral. <laughs> Last uh, heat of the maturity, and, and this is this this is an absolute raffle. Um, Benali, what a wizard Rob Britton is. Four dollars. Deliver four dollars. Italian plastic last week. Super four twenty. Trit Trit finally put it all together. Four sixty. And then Cavatron at eight dollars. What? Who do you go for, George? Yeah, look, I, I thought the market when it opened on tab was a little bit skew. If they had um, deliver at seven dollars, and I thought that was way over. He's my top selection. I thought he's run behind Orson Allen and Belt Up Bubs last week was outstanding. I thought he began really well. And as silly as it sounds, because we're progressing through this series, I think that heat was equally as hard as what he faces here. Obviously, there's talented greyhounds, as you mentioned, in Trick Trick and, and Cabotron and Italian Plastic, but Deliver has his opportunity to probably lead this race. And for that reason, I'm putting him on top. Number seven, Deliver on top. To beat number three, Cabotron, I really liked his run two behind Hastings slowly. He really got nicely. I only got beaten uh, a length and a half behind Hasten Slowly, as we mentioned, and more importantly, did go 5-12 to the mark. Number one, Italian Plastic. He ran 30 and 47 last week. He's clearly got to improve off that uh, uh, this week, but mm. we know he can. He can get down to the low 30 seconds. And number five, Benali, as you said, Robbie Britton. Doesn't matter about switching distances. Robbie got this greyhound fresh, jumped beautifully off box one, and was too good for him in 29.97. He faces a tougher ass off box five. But watch out for him too. Seven, three, one, and five. Seven, three, one, and five. So we'll wrap up the last three. Race number ten is a mixed grade six and seven. Yeah, one, three, seven, and five are my numbers. Like Kim Moss Brave, drawn well, good PB at the track. I think he'll have, have an opportunity to lead and win ahead of number three, Blue Striker. Forget his last three runs. His form before that at Sandown was pretty good. He's got a future. Number seven, My Victoria. She's won uh, two of her four races. And number five, Ryko Ablett. Good win on debut at the Meadows. He's been, form's been a little bit patchy since then, but we'll throw him in certainly for the multiples. One, three, seven, and five, race 10. One, three, seven, and five. Just the 11 uh, tomorrow night. So we wrap it up with a mixed grade three and four over the 525. Can Azkaban uh, get a win? Look, he's a very, very good greyhound, but I really like what I've boxed one fast car driving who's been racing against uh, some elite greyhounds. I think he's drawn well. He's got a terrific record at the post. I think he'll be winning tomorrow night. Uh, fast car driving on top to beat number four, Midnight Hero. She'll provide the early speed in the race, and she's back in form. Number three, Azkaban, as you mentioned. Just needs a little bit of luck early, but Rocket's home. And number six, Dinah Terra. Uh, his form's OK. Probably more for your multiples, Dinah Terra. He's probably not in the class of those three we mentioned earlier. Fast car driving, very hard to beat. One, four, three and six. One, four, three and six in the lucky last tomorrow night out at the Meadows. Christmas in July. How good's that, George? Yeah, love the Christmas turkey. Got all the gravies happening. We've got uh, obviously a very huge meeting on Saturday week for the maturity final uh, with uh, plenty of kids' activities. Uh, JT, I'll just quickly run through my quality leagues for those who are interested. Numbers one and six into three and four, into three and eight, into two, three, four and seven. That'll be $24, JC, if you want to take it for a unit. And I think the best, as I mentioned, race 11, number one, fast car driving, will be pretty hard to beat, I think, there tomorrow night. And just get more in front as the uh, the red wins the last. Hey, George, enjoy tomorrow night. It, it's always a great meeting, semi-final night of the maturity. There's some cracking heats there. Hope the racing's uh, racing's fine and hot. 
Let's bring back confession. <laughs> Let's let's start the petition, Joe. I think it was a, it was a really good way way to bet if you if you wanted to get some insurance. And if those who don't know what concession betting is, you would take a, a shorter price for the win. But if your if your horse or greyhound ran particularly greyhound ran second and third, you'd receive your stake back. Sounds good to me. Let's bring it back, George. Oh, good, Jason.